What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Race Report. I'm your host, Race Pinio, and we're going to get into um, some more teams, but this is the last time we are going to go through kind of the recaps and the views for how teams are doing so far through four weeks of the NFL season. And then after week five, we're going to recap, uh, like I said in episode one, some things that were surprising to us, uh, some things that we really liked, some things that were kind of like, ah, that we need to pay attention to. Okay, so we will do that in the next episode. That's going to be actually a little later. I think I'm doing one just after my second episode uh, because there won't be one until after Sunday's games, so early Monday, and then I'll recap uh, Monday Night Football later. Uh, I just want to recap the Sunday games first, and so our next, my next one's probably going to come early Monday, so I kind of wanted to do one so we can hold off until that comes. Okay, so let's get into some more teams. Now, I'm going to try to get through as many as I can, and I'll see how much time I have, so we're just going to get right into it. All right, the San Francisco 49ers is going to be our first team. Now, the Seahawks played, my Seahawks played the San Francisco 49ers, and they only won by seven. I mean, but it's nothing to be proud of for Seattle. I mean, they were three running backs down, and their quarterback was injured. Now, for San Francisco fans, I feel you guys. I don't know if it's the San Francisco curse or what, but it seems like every one of your players is getting injured, uh, like, every single season. Mostert's out. Uh, I think Elijah Mitchell is um, out, and then Jermichael Hasty, Jeff Wilson, I think they're all out, and so you guys have definitely, it's still a rocky road for you guys, but you still are two and two, so I think that's a miracle all by itself, Jimmy G is was just ruled out, Trey Lance is coming in, and Trey Lance is poised, he's got just a rocket of an arm, like he has a firearm, like he can zip the ball across the field, but he needs to he needs to learn to calm down, he can get too antsy, he just needs to learn to settle into his role, calm down, and throw the ball like we all know he can. In the draft though, I was kind of, I was kind of off and on about Trey Lance because he literally hadn't played a football game in like one and a half years because he opted out of the uh, 2021 season for North Dakota State, and that he was still picked third overall in the NFL draft. So that just shows you how much talent he has. Um, But I think he can emerge as the best rookie quarterback uh, in this draft class because all the others are kind of struggling. Wilson did come off a big game, though. That's going to be one of the things we're going to be recapping after week five, how kind of the rookie quarterbacks did. But uh, defense is doing fine. Um... I think you guys lost Dre Greenlaw, too. Uh, DBs are still kind of on the fence. But, uh, you know, there's one guy I really like, and I don't know if anyone else has noticed him, but Emmanuel Mosley. He's got a good vibe to him. He's super energetic. Uh, he's super aggressive, which is what you need as corner. But you're too aggressive, you can get penalties, but he's not too aggressive. Uh, he can really lock down. He's got great footwork, uh, great awareness. So I really like Emmanuel Mosley, just as a little side note. But um, you, like I said, you know, Niners, Seahawks, Rams, Cards, I mean, we're, we have one thing in common. We're in the hardest division in the NFL, and it's hard to get by, especially with a lot of injuries. So it's going to be rocky, but I think you guys can get back to it because you got so much talent on that team. Okay, next we're going to go to the Carolina Panthers. Now, the Panthers, they had a good offensive game, but they lost to the Cowboys. I think it was like 
38-26, I want to say. And the Cowboys are a good team. There's no shame in that. Um, and the defense just let up too much, though. But what I really want to talk about is how you guys signed Stephon Gilmore, who's now on his third team. And players who are on more than two teams, usually, you know, they're, now they're kind of getting bounced around. Well, Gilmore had a good career in Buffalo. He had a good career in New England. And you never know. He might even... He might make a couple Pro Bowls here in Carolina. We're, we're going to find out. Um, but it looks like they had some corner depth, but not all of the, their corners are good. Jeremy Chin is a nice young safety for uh, the Panthers. Uh, you guys can regain control. Chris McCaffrey was ruled doubtful, is last I heard. And Chuba Hubbard, I think, is going to take over. He was def- that's definitely not the worst thing in the world. And uh, relying on Sam Darnold and all the weapons you have on that offense isn't a bad thing either. Okay, so next team, I'm going to go to the New Orleans Saints. Now, the Saints have a powerful run game, and Alvin Kamara also kind of adds to the pass game, kind of helps out Jameis Winston. After that first game, New Orleans kind of tanked. Like, New Orleans fans, you guys kind of tanked. And Thomas is out. Your receiving core, you know, on paper, it doesn't look great. They're holding up strong. Uh, Marquez Calloway, Deontay Harris, uh, Traquan Smith, Kenny Stills. Uh, that's kind of the guys I think of off the top of my head there for the receiving core. Adam Troutman, he's trying to step up. Jared Cook, I bet the Saints are kind of like scratching their head about that. Like, maybe we should have let him stay give Jameis Winston another weapon because they're kind of struggling on offense uh defense you know what more can you say to uh an offense that has a lot of weapons like Kenny Galladay and Saquon Barkley and Darius Slayton and um so the Saints honestly I don't know what happened after that first game I believe you guys can get it back um and I believe Jameis Winston can give more energy to your team and I feel like you guys can incorporate Alvin Kamara more. That's one more thing I almost forgot. You guys need to incorporate Alvin Kamara more just in everything. He's your guy's number one weapon on your whole team, and you need to incorporate him more in the game. Like, running the ball, throwing the ball to him. He's your main playmaker and your main point scorer, so you need to get him uh, more carries and more yards. Okay. Next, I'm going to go to the... Sorry. I'm going to go to the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, the Eagles are a team where Jalen Hurts is doing really well. Like, Core, my brother, has Jalen Hurts in fantasy football, and he put up 28 points against the Chiefs. But the Eagles kind of have the same problem as the Chiefs. Like, their defense is super shaky. Like, their DBs, they let go of um, Jalen Mills and... Um, um, Darius Slay can't do it all for the DB side, and they're just getting thrown on. I mean, you can't do much against Tyree Kill and Patrick Mahomes like no team can, but still, I mean, your offense is actually operating pretty well. Uh, I'm excited to see Kenneth Gainwell doing a little bit more for that offense, too, and uh, Devontae Smith is stepping up, and I think the offense is doing well, and you guys are rolling. O-line's looking uh, better, but um, the defense... That's where your guys' is weak. That's where your guys' weakness is. And you need to step up the DBs, tighter coverage, and you really need to be more aggressive off the ball to make sure that there's no open space for um, teams like the Chiefs or any other offense that comes your guys' way. 
Okay, so I'm not going to get through a lot of these today, but I'm going to go to the Bears now. The Bears are a team where Bears fans are like, Justin Fields, is he really the answer? Like, the Chargers, they got, you know, one in a million, they got Justin Herbert. They got him, right? And now Justin Fields is coming in for Chicago, and he was named a starter, and I'm sorry for Bears fans, but... It might be a pretty rough next three-ish games. I think he's going to have to get on his feet with a battle line. It's only going to get worse. Uh, Javon Wims and Anthony Miller aren't there anymore. Allen Robinson, I haven't seen him do a lot, honestly. I don't know if it's just the quarterbacks not throwing to him, and it's like the change of quarterbacks that's really kind of messing with his momentum. But Daryl Mooney stepping up more. Cole Komet uh, needs to, he's younger, but he needs to help out another younger guy. Uh, you need to get that teamwork there. So the Bears, it might be a rough next few games, but if if you guys can sacrifice the next three games for what might be better in the future and get a new whole quarterback, I don't want to jump to conclusions, but you never know. Justin Fields might become a little Justin Herbert sort of thing. If you guys can get that O-line fix, get him protection, you guys. Like, did you see what Miles Garrett did to you just like a couple games ago? Like, yikes. Come on. Like, get an O-line over here. I don't care what you have to do. Take some mercy if you're Matt Nagy and that staff. But get your rookie some protection or he's going to be, he's going to go bye-bye fast. Okay. Next team. Who we're going to do is going to be my uh, shout out to Blaze Turner, my friend, who's a big Miami's Dolph- Miami Dolphins fan. Um, the Dolphins, they have some trouble. Um, Tua, rib injury. Jacoby Brissett, I'm glad they got a quarterback who has experience. Um, but he kind of reminds me of Big Ben a little bit. Like, he has an arm, but sometimes he just makes bad decisions. Uh, he's a little rusty right now. And it's not like they have a run game to rely on. So... The Dolphins are kind of in a sticky situation because they don't have a lot of run game to rely on and an O-line that they can really, like, kind of build that up and they can use that as their strength. And they're kind of laying it all on Jacoby Brissett. So the Dolphins are in a hard situation, but I trust their defense. I really do. They have some studs on their defense. Landon Roberts, Jerome Baker, Christian Wilkins, Xavier Howard, Byron Jones. Uh, I think you guys will come back eventually, and I think you're still the favorite for second in the division just behind uh, the Buffalo Bills, and I think you guys can still be a wild card team, but your defense needs to stand strong, and and you guys need to find a good offensive scheme. Okay. Next, and I think this is going to be our second-to-last team, I'm going to go to the Jaguars. Now, I kind of gave you guys a little hint, like the staff and Urban Meyer, that's kind of going. I'll let you guys research that yourself, the whole Urban Meyer situation. Um, Obviously, the staff, and it's just like, if you're a Jaguars fan, you just have to be, like, closing your eyes. You can't even watch anymore because it's like Urban Meyer, he's hurting the team more than he's contributing like he's a I think he's one of the best coaches in college football history but then you come over to the NFL it's just different it's a business and this team it's not college football where it's like it's a little more relaxed you're now in the NFL and one bad move you already have four losses urban you're gonna get fired if you don't watch it soon you need to look at your team and that's got to be your center of attention if you're going to be the head coach of an NFL football team the only reason why the Jaguars are tanking is because he's tanking and this organ and this staff I can see it like even more guys being fired at the end of the season Lawrence is doing a little better defense isn't doing any better 
Um, shout out to Jamal Agnew, though. I just love that man. I know he hasn't returned anything in, like, a couple weeks, but, like, he's, he's great. Uh, he's a, he's a really a bright spot in the Jaguars. So, it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be a, a rough another, rough another. It's gonna be a, sounds like a, you know, like a, a Norwegian, like, rough another. But anyway, <laughs> it's gonna be, it might be a rough, uh, another couple weeks here for Jaguars fans and maybe the rest of the season because Trevor Lawrence, he doesn't have the O-line that they wish he had. Uh, weapons are all there. Uh, LaVisca Chanel, I especially like LaVisca Chanel. I just picked him up in fantasy. But the defense is iffy, and the staff and Urban Meyer is only making it worse, bringing no energy to the team. So you guys have some things to figure out. Okay, so this is my last team that I'm going to do. And I'm going to go to the Denver Broncos. Now, I got a suggestion from uh, Mr. Caleb Wixon to do the Denver Broncos. And um, so I'm going to do the Denver Broncos. And the Broncos are 3-1. and one. Now, here's my problem on the Broncos. Yes, they're 3-1. and one, But also, yes, they play the Giants, the Jets, and the Jaguars. Like, how do you not win all of those three games? Like, am I right? Like, can you say I'm wrong? Like... Just like, geez. And so then you finally go to a, over to a hard team and you get flattened. Broncos fans, you're going to come at me like, Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. Drew Locke. I believe in Drew Locke. Um, I know nobody else does. And Melvin Gordon and your O-line, maybe you got you to find a strength that you can, you know, hit opposing teams with because... You know, Drew Locke, he just, he's been pushed into starting quarterback role because of uh, Steady Teddy uh, being injured with a concussion and concussion protocol. And so Melvin Gordon's going to have to step it up more, and these receivers are going to have to help out Drew Locke. And I know Drew Locke knows Cortland Sutton and KJ Hamler. It's not like he's just being pushed in, like, as a rookie, like a David Mills situation. Like, here are your receivers. Go play football. Win us some games. That's not. So I do have more faith in the Broncos just because Drew Locke has been with that staff for a little bit. Uh, defense is doing fine overall. Uh, you guys kind of got beaten pretty badly, though, by Baltimore. They kind of tore you apart, all things considered. But um, I think you guys can get it back and your DBs. And I honestly think your DBs are the strength for your defense. Like, you guys have Patrick Sertain, who I think might even be a D-Roy. Yes, you heard me say it here first. Uh, Patrick Sertain might be a nominee, maybe even win a defensive rookie of the year. I think he's already gotten like two, maybe even three interceptions. Uh, great awareness. Sometimes he gets gets a little stumbled when it comes to deeper routes and it can get uh, burned a little easier uh, but great awareness he's like a hawk uh, really just like a missile to the football and uh, I think the Broncos will get it back but they need to start fighting good teams head-on instead of shying away and hoping for their next opportunity for an easy win so guys that's gonna be all for today thank you so much for listening to this third episode my fourth one is not gonna come until um earlier monday um just because i'm gonna recap the sunday's games and that's kind of the next thing that i can get a topic on and so we're making this one kind of right after the second one but thank you guys again for listening i'm your host race Penio, and i will see you again next time on the race report